Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to be on the Strictly Anonymous Podcast? It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. So if you have a naughty, secret, interesting life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you can be on the show. Send me an email or DM me. You could follow me on Instagram at Strict Anonymous, DM me there, or email me Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be on the Show. Give me a little information about what you want to talk about. If you want to leave a confession that you have on my Confessions Hotline, you could do that as well. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. That number is available 24-7. Best way to get in touch with me to be on the show, like I said, though, is don't call that number to be on the show. Do the DM me on Instagram at Strict Anonymous or email me Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. All that info is in the description. You could also talk to me on the DL. I love those conversations. I talk to people on the DL, meaning I don't post those episodes. Mostly people use that option to call in because they have a problem that they can't talk to anyone about and they want my non-unprofessional advice. <laughs> I give good advice. I love nothing more than to analyze the shit out of something. So if you want a, somebody to take 45 minutes of their time and just talk about you and analyze your dilemma with you while remaining anonymous, you could call me up. I offer that. I do 45 minute calls. It's a hundred bucks. All the details of that is also in the description. If you haven't followed me yet, like I said, on not on Instagram and Twitter, I already said that, but on the podcast app, follow my show. If you're listening on YouTube, which I love as a platform for my show, not only should you subscribe, but also comment below. I love getting in conversations about my episodes. I obviously do my show because I like talking about this stuff. You know, I love human nature. I love reality TV. I like real life shit, you know? So I love nothing more than the comments on YouTube because it's just, you know, extends the conversation that I had with my caller over there. So if you want to get in a conversation about this episode, go to my YouTube channel, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could also join my Patreon. Patreon is great and fun because you get all these episodes early and ad-free, but what you get that most people join for on the lowest tier, which is only $5 a month, you could cancel at any time, is anonymous picks of my guests. And they're sexy anonymous picks. They're all there. Mostly every single girl that has been on my show has sent it. So if you want to put like a body shot with the video, with the, you know, and connect it with an episode, join my Patreon. Like I said, it's just $5 a month. You're supporting my show, which is very much appreciated, but you're also getting something for it. And the good news is you could cancel it anytime. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. So today I have on a unicorn, a unicorn with a little bit of a salacious story. Okay. <laughs> Her name is Summer. She's calling all the way, I think, from Australia. She's from the UK. She is a unicorn. She was married. She got divorced. She decided to go into the unicorn world. She hooked up with couples. She went to some sex parties. She got a little bit into like a little BDSM. And she talks about all that kind of stuff. And then she met like this couple 
But they had like a weird situation going on. It was really like she met a guy, but he was a part of a couple and his wife was in the know that he was playing with her and that all got complicated. And then she talks about that as well. So we do two different things on this podcast. You hear two different stories, you know, her story as a unicorn. And then it's a little bit of a unicorn gone wrong story because she did like I said, hook up with this couple, but their situation was so weird that it kind of like blew up in everyone's face. I mean, they like fell in love and it got like really messy and but she got out of it and she's on the other side and she's much more clear about what she wants and what she could handle and what she's interested in. She does have a threesome set up for the new year, so she's not not a unicorn anymore. She's still a unicorn. <laughs> but did have a little bit of a bumpy road in her last unicorn quote-unquote relationship. And you're going to hear all about her. Her name is Summer. She sent in some hot pics of herself. She tells a good story. So sit back and relax. And I'm going to be right back on with Summer. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Summer, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today all the way over there in Australia? Are you in Australia? Someplace around there? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. It's 7 a.m. So it's not super early, but I still have a coffee. Oh, there you go. That's good. So <laughs> you are going to be telling me your story. What the only thing I know is that you are currently a unicorn, but you weren't always a unicorn. You were married at no. one time. <laughs> and a very, yeah. I went to the end of the story, but you were very, you were married for a while, like a seven years or something like that in yeah. a very vanilla relationship and then you yeah. came out became bisexual and now you're a unicorn you went to swingers parties and then you met a couple and things went a little out of control I know just that so tell me your story yeah yeah so I'm from the UK as you can probably tell originally from a very small village Growing up was very sort of heteronormative. Meet somebody, you marry them, you have kids. That's that. There wasn't really many options outside of that. Not that it was a particular, not that it was a homophobic place or anything. It was just very, a small village, very normal. And so I think I would have realized my, or I classify as pansexual, but I say bisexual to some people if they don't know what it means. Took me a while to realize that because I didn't have those sort of examples around me, if that makes sense. Yeah, so was in the UK, finished uni, was working, and I just really wanted to travel. So I did that, came over here, traveled around the whole country. It was amazing. And met a guy who became my husband. We were together for nine years, married for seven years. And we got to the point in our marriage, we'd become friends, housemates. And there was not really any sex. He had a quite low sex drive and I am very the opposite and for me sex is very important in a relationship I have a high sex drive so there's the physical element but there's also the intimacy element it is the thing that that binds you together and I just said to him I, I can't live like this like I can't live basically without sex for what the next however many decades so we separated and so it was at that point I sort of picked up the pieces and then I guess I just realized, like, oh, maybe when I used to watch Once Upon a Time in Mexico and I thought Salma Hayek was really pretty, maybe I thought she was more than pretty. <laughs> you know? Oh, interesting. Kind of was, <laughs> oh, because I remember watching that movie and I'm like, God, I really actually fancied both of them and that was quite confusing. So yeah, I, I sort of then went out and I thought, I'll see, like maybe I'll try to date women or whatever. 
I can't remember how, I think it was even on a podcast I heard about this particular app. I won't name it except just in case, but I heard about this particular app and I jumped onto that and I, I really loved it because it was just there for people who were kind of in the poly or kink or E&M kind of community and you build your profile, list what your kinks or whatever. And I met couples and I was like, I'm going to go out and meet couples and just see. And I had some amazing experiences. I had this one threesome, has this, all three of us came at the same time. Really? I always talk about yeah, how that's hard to do just with one person, let alone three. That's right? crazy. But afterwards, we all looked at each other. We were like, whoa, that just happened. That was really cool. And that was great. And then I was like, I'm definitely bisexual and I want to explore women. But I actually then found, I, and this is probably now five years ago, I loved being the unicorn. It was so much fun. You, When you're with the right people, you generally get treated really well. It's a very respectful world, I found. And one thing I found that going to the sex parties and going out is that I'm probably like a US, maybe like size 10. Now, I know I used to be super self-conscious. We all fucking were. That was teenage fucking hell. But <laughs> growing up in what I was growing up in sort of the late 90s, early 2000s, it was like, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, like, you've got to be a stick thin bitch, and I'm not. Yeah, it was a different world back then. It's oh way worse. God. Yeah. So bad. And now you come out, and it's like curves are celebrated, and not to blow my own trumpet, as it were, but I go to the gym, I work out, the curves are in the right places. And so now I'm getting all this attention. And the first time I went to a swingers meet and greet, I'd met this couple. I actually only just matched with them. And they were coming into the city that evening for a swingers meet and greet. And they were like, do you want to come? And I'm like, oh, because this is my first time. I don't know, but you'll be there. I guess I can just leave, right? That's always my attitude. If I don't like it, I can just leave. Yeah. So I went to meet and it was in a it was in a bar. It was closed. It wasn't a sex party. It was just like a meet and greet. And I met this guy and his wife, and we got on really well. I'm immediately uncomfortable with them. But what I didn't realize is going into that space as a unicorn because I was like a new little tiny baby unicorn. You get a lot of attention, like a lot. Yeah, because and you're rare. Because people... you're rare. Yes, but I didn't know this. Even though the term unicorn existed, I'm like, hey, I'm just here to join you. And then someone they told me, oh, you're this is what it's called. It's called. I had all these people coming up to me. Oh, I hear you're a unicorn, and I'm like, whoa, this is really intense. It's a lot. <laughs> you're like I the most realize... popular girl on the planet. Did you hear my oh, podcast with Frenchie where she didn't even realize she was a unicorn either, and she like someone left her money on the table, and she's like, what the fuck is that for? She was like so popular at this <laughs> swingers club, she didn't know it was a party, and that's how it went down. But yeah, anyway, go on. That's what I'm going to listen to that because I didn't know. I just was like, oh, it would be cool to be with a couple. And yeah, all of a sudden that I'm in this world. And yes, yeah, so I went into it more and made, definitely made some mistakes. And I actually, what prompted me to write into you is I listened to the Toronto Unicorn episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I wish I'd listened to this at the beginning of my journey because I made mistakes. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't know that you should know. 80% of people have subscriptions that they have totally forgotten about, including me. I had three, okay? I had a Hulu subscription that I only signed up for to watch Handmaid's Tale. Okay, and I forgot to cancel it, as well as an Adobe Photoshop app that I was paying $10 a month for for like the past three years that I totally forgotten about, as well as like some photo editor app that I don't even remember signing up for. Those were the three things I found when I signed up for Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. With Rocket Money, you see all your subscriptions in one place, the ones you know about that you might want to cancel, as well as the ones you totally forgot about. And those are the ones you're definitely going to want to cancel. And if you want to cancel them, all you got to do is press a button and Rocket Money takes care of it for you. It's super easy to use. So what are you waiting for? Go get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for Rocket Money now. And what did she talk about that you were like, oh, I wish I would have known that. At the beginning, I only went with experienced couples because I didn't know what I was doing. So I wanted to be with a couple who did and who could guide me. But it didn't necessarily progress with some of them. But there was one that I could tell the girl, actually, it was driven by the guy. Mm-hmm. And as we got into it, she was uncomfortable. So how she said only with experienced couples and girls who are genuinely bisexual is really important because there are definitely couples out there where they're doing it because the guy wants it rather than because they both want it. Yeah, for sure. And that's sort of a rule. And I actually, I went against it recently. I matched on the site with this lady and she is, this girl is a hundred percent bisexual, absolutely gorgeous. We really fancied each other. But when it came to the crunch, they had a freak out. And they're like, actually, no, we can't do this. So I'm like, oh. yeah. It wasn't that she wasn't into girls, it was that they both just chickened out of having They just chickened oh, okay. out. And I was like, Yeah, I'm I know newbies rule. And the other thing is couples it's really a hard game sometimes as well. But anyways, so yeah, I did the party and that was great and then I sort of got more into it and met more people and then I went to my first proper sex party and oh boy <laughs> that was an eye-opening experience talk um, me through that walk me through that one heard about this because sort of backtracking a little bit when I first came out of my marriage I actually met a guy who turned out to be a dom mm-hmm. and I entered into that relationship and I should have known I was kinky when I was like 17 with my first boyfriend. We were experimenting with rope. 
come on, a two-year-old does that. Should have known. But I came out of, yeah, came out of that. And I met this guy who was a job. And he really educated me on this whole world, on BDSM, what dominance really is, what submission really is, who really has the control. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. sort of what you think it is. And I was like, God, I'm hooked. This is incredible. It was just the best experience. And overseas. And so... I was sort of set on this path. And so I was like, I'd love to combine these two things, this unicorn thing, this kink and BDSM. And he told me about this party and I went and I'm not allowed to wear clothes. It's all lingerie and I'm pretty body confident. And as I said, not to blow my own trumpet, but I'm not unattractive. I feel pretty good. And this is another thing coming out into this world. We nitpick, oh, I would love this to be thinner or this to be tighter or whatever. And then I go out and everything's like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this world. So I go in and I've never seen so many nude or semi-nude people in one place. Start. And when you go in, you change. And so I thought there'd be like a changing room, but no, there's just like a place in the bar where you get your kit off and hand your bag over to luggage so I'm like I'm in my lingerie on the dance floor oh my god yeah. and there was that moment of whoa and but it was exhilarating it was really exhilarating I was just kind of walking around and obviously on my own and got quite a few looks and I had a chat to some couples and uh, ended up spending the night sort of with one in particular and then we went sort of into an area that where uh, all the naughty stuff happens that was just that I felt like Alice through the looking glass honestly it was this whole different world and because it was in the middle of the city I'm like I've walked past this place like a hundred times having no idea what's going on oh interesting yeah because it's in a main part in the city I've worked in the city for years I spend weekends in the city I don't live far from it and I walk around in the city I'm like I had no idea this was going on and that was really fun too because I you knew that there was all these people walking about outside having no idea what was going on inside. Which and what was, was going on in that well. crazy room? What were you seeing? <laughs> the first thing, because we went out, I went into there earlier in the night when it was a bit quieter, just as I was looking around. And um, I walked around the corner and there was this girl just giving a guy a blowjob. I went so British because I turned around and he obviously got eye contact with me. And I said, Oh, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so bloody awkward. I'm so British. Yeah. But uh, it was like, yeah, it was really awkward. And I said, oh, you know where you are. And so as then, then the night progressed, you know, we went back onto dance floor, came back in and it was just like, there was a stage and there was all these like people fucking on the stage. And then there was all these people bent over the stage fucking in times and music which I thought was super cool and there was just so much happening there was like threesomes there was bondage there was partner swapping there was oral and just casually out there I was just like I couldn't take my eyes off it because I was like this is incredible and amazing and finally I found my people I found my people who are open Sex isn't this thing that has to be done like in the missionary position in the bedroom with the eye, with the lights off. These are this is my crew. Yeah, <laughs> and I was I was with a that couple and we were doing things. First, I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable for me to do this when people are watching. 
And then I got into it and it was great fun. It was great fun. Again, I'm on my own doing this sober, right? Because I'm not drinking. Yeah, you're like the unicorn of the unicorn. All right, so now listen, I know that like you were having, because there's like this whole other story that I know exists. You have to explain it though. Like how did you wind up meeting this guy that you had this whole salacious thing happen? Tell me that story. This is so, this is a story. Okay, so all this is looking for couples. And so on this particular app that I use, you can set your profile to like either just say guys or girls or one. And I had it set to everyone, couples, guys and girls. And so then I come across this profile. Now, I actually had my, I normally go my age or older when it comes to especially guys. But I had recently just switched up the age range because I was just not just not finding, just not having great success, not finding guys I was attracted to. And this profile came up with this 29-year-old. And I'm, I think I've said before, I'm 36. So quite a bit of an age range. I don't know, younger guys, I'm not sure. But he was cute, so I thought, why not? I nearly said, fuck it, why not? And then I thought, I can't swear. And then I'm like, you're talking on a sex podcast, you can swear. Yes, you swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Yeah. So I swiped on this guy. We start messaging, uh, and my thing is message, then a phone call to check you get on. If the phone call goes well, me. So phone call went really well. And he's actually from your neck of the woods, sort of your neck of the woods. He's from New Jersey. I have a whole thing for American accents, period, regardless of where you're from in the States. I just think they're sexy and they're gorgeous and I love them. And he has this kind of subtle New Jersey accent, which I just love. And he's a musician, and what girl doesn't like a musician? But right? like a real musician, uh, like, not like a real like musician. a real like is no, he no, no, in no, a, like, like a like a does he make money doing it? Is that his real gig? Yes, oh. he can go onto Spotify and listen to his bands and watch their videos on YouTube, and oh. they tour. Like, yeah, like oh. legit. Oh, you're gonna have to yeah. tell me off <laughs> air who is. No, <laughs> I will tell you off air. Who okay. Is. okay, okay. So, so we arranged to meet up, and we I was due to just go and hang at his place, get a pizza, whatever. But wait a second, because I, I know, his... wait a second, I just have to just say something, because I know that he's married. Do you know that he's married at this ah, point? No, no, I don't. Yeah, so we hang out a couple of times, then he tells me he's married, and he actually didn't have it in his profile, he was super awkward about telling me. I was like, dude, it's chill, I'm in this world, it's fine. But wait a second, okay, wait a second, okay. Does First <laughs> of all, does he live in the States, or does he live where you oh, live? So yeah, so he's from the States, he's over here for a few months with friends, traveling Traveling, making music, whatever. Okay. Is his wife um, with him there or is he by himself? No. Okay. She's back home. So we get so the first time then we have sex is fucking incredible. I went into this arrogant thinking, I'm a unicorn, I've done all this wild stuff. I'm thirty six, you're twenty nine, I'm gonna teach you shit. Because he's been with his his wife since high school they're pretty much the only people each other have been with yeah so i'm like i'm gonna teach you and that's why they open all this stuff holy hell it was insane sex like it was so fucking good so good what and was so good about finish. it well chemistry big dick he knew chemistry. what he was doing so the chemistry was definitely there and there was a really high level of attraction yeah he has got the most perfect penis you can imagine like perfect length girth size it's just 
perfect. Like I occasionally will come through penetration, but generally it's oral fingers, whatever. This guy will come through penetration every time. His dick is just perfect. Right. And he's very attentive when it comes to the foreplay element, which you tend to get when you're in the unicorn. You get all that attention on you. You get lots. Of, and I'm very sensual. I love like touching and stroking. And, and it just, every part of my body was turned on. And it, he has a foot fetish, which is the first time I've properly experienced that. And turns out, I love feet. I love my feet being licked and kissed. It and... is kind of hot, right? I had somebody it's... once suck on my toes, and I was like, whoa, that feels fucking oh. good. <laughs> You're right. You well, don't realize. Before we hooked... Yeah, before we hooked up, he actually gave me a foot massage. And I swear to God, Kathy, this is the most foot massage I've had in my whole life. Hilarious. It was <laughs> like, it was obvious this guy was into feet. Yeah. And so just it was so hot it was just so hot and so the sex was great off the bat and so obviously we were like this is fantastic and I actually facetimed his wife whilst he and I were together I don't know if you're like me but every day around 3 p.m I start to feel really effing tired (laughs) and I really want another cup of coffee but I know if I have one I am not only going to be jacked up and jittery for the rest of the day, I'm not going to be able to go to sleep at night. And that's why I started using Magic Mind Productivity Drink. Every day at 3 p.m., I take a shot and it totally gets me over that hump without making me feel jacked up or jittery. It makes me more focused and more productive, and I get more done in less time. And that's because Magic Mind has natural nootropics inside that improve attention, focus and cognition. So if you're like me and you need that pick me up in the middle of the day, or you just want to improve your attention and get more shit done, then get yourself some magic mind. Go to magicmind.co slash strictly and use my discount code strict anon to get 40% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. That's code STRICTANON. Use it at magicmind.co slash strictly for 40% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. Now listen, the 40% off only lasts for the next 10 days. So hurry up and go get yourself some. Go to magicmind.co co slash strictly and use my code strict or just go to the description and click on the link and get yourself some magic mind and she's really cool she's fantastic and we would be like cuddled up in each other's arms on facetime to her was she like a little bit of a cuck queen by any chance was she getting off on the fact that he was with other girls i don't know a cuck definitely for a cuck queen but he would like when they were having their FaceTime chats, he would tell her what we've been up to and she kind of liked it. So potentially, yeah, yes, there is that obviously. There. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. Sure. And so then, because obviously me having that BDSM background, being a sub, we talked about things that he wanted to try. Huh? And so we start, he'd never done the full Dom thing before. So we did a bit of that gentle stuff. You're tying up, you're spanking, etc. But he wanted to experience being submissive. So I tried the Dom roll, which I've done New York, which I've done (laughs) which I've done here and there. So the things that he wanted to try was him being really submissive. So we did this thing where like I got 
chocolate mousse and stuff and went to sit up on the kitchen counter dressed up have him eat it off my feet off my toes but very much sort of spanking him having him tied up he likes to be called good boy that's his thing so did the whole dom roll and that was really incredible for me to experience and whilst it's not my natural state because i've done because i'm a sub i know what i want in a dom and it was really fun to transition that across yeah and to explain look it isn't just about spanking this and that i'm going to be checking in with you very regularly because this is your first time just to make sure you know that you're okay and how you're tracking and i probably did that for about an hour the dom thing before i said oh look i I have to stop now. I've gotten to my level of how much I can do. But what I found really incredible in our sex is that he would be, he likes to be a dom and a sub. I have that side of myself. So through a session, we would switch. And that's really hot to go from him pinning me back and spanking me to me rolling over and pinning him down. And so we did a lot of things around role play, around that BDSM piece. And this guy can last because we would go for like six, seven hours for a session and it would be like it was five minutes. It's like I was sucked into this void where I lost all track of time and just, I came 12 times in one night. Oh my goodness. But it wasn't like, how, obviously having penetrated sex the whole time, there's no way you could do that. But it was like things like your massage, your stroking, your role play, your, all that. You're just naked the whole time. And so, yeah, so it was really incredible. and. For me, going in with that arrogance of I'm going to teach you and actually for me to be taught and for me to have so many firsts was really good as well. Yeah. And then because obviously he's here for a short period of time and we live in an incredibly beautiful part of the world. I said, I want to show you some of my, because I love hiking, some of my favorite spots. So we go for this weekend away, got this beautiful actual castle that we stayed in. I got my period. I was like, fuck. And it's like, I don't, it was a lot. So I was like, I don't really want to have sex on the first few days of my period. Let's try anal. Now, as I mentioned, he's a big guy. So took a lot of lube. And I have done anal play before a bit. Not a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. When it's done really happy, I again experienced that anal is fucking incredible. Yeah, totally. Fucking incredible. I came so hard off that it was just so sexy and it was just this incredible experience and there was so much that we tried more that we wanted to do but obviously only had limited time to do it in and can I ask you a quick question did you ever because you know here you are a girl who has been to swingers parties and stuff and hooked up with couples Mm -hmm. did and Mm -hmm. I'm assuming he knew that you had done that because you guys probably talked like you guys ever play with any girls or did you take him to any parties or anything we would have loved to we would have liked to have had the opportunity I think see this is the one thing is I know that I just said I never do newbies they were newbies and but I was already attracted to him by the time I found out he was married and that they were this is their first time. So it's kind of already, fuck it. Like this guy's hot. I'm going to try it anyway. So I did break that rule, which meant that a lot of it, because it was so new to them. So you've got the fact that it's new to them. You've got the fact that they're in a lot, currently doing long distance and have been for months at this point. 
So yeah, but, I think that this isn't a unicorn situation, but it is a unicorn situation because she, it is a unicorn situation. Right, because she, because it, she, you are with a couple. She's just not presently there, but she is completely in the know, and she is a part of the community. She is communicating with you guys at at all times. Well, everything we did, yeah. like every. So, for example, because he obviously doesn't have a car here mm-hmm. because it's traveling. So I'd say, look, don't be getting. He doesn't live that far, especially in evening traffic, I'll drop you home. But of course, I'm still working and everything in this period. So I'm like, I can't be dropping you home late at night. I'm really tired. So then we say, well, if we're going to do sleepovers, we built up to that. It didn't happen off the bat. So sleepovers, she would need to proceed. Be like, okay, this week I'm planning to stay over this night. Is that okay? And so when he was here, Due to the time difference, they'd usually speak about 10 p.m. our time, which I think is like 6 a.m. New York time. And I'd say, use my office, go call her. I'll stay out of your way for your phone call. Then we'll come back together. And and then when it came, when it came to sexual stuff, we wouldn't be like, hey, can I tie her up or whatever? But she was in the know of what was happening. And when we went away for the weekend, he'd say, hey, we'd like to go away. Are you okay with that? And I said, wherever we go, there'll be Wi-Fi, so you can still be in contact with her. So it was all like agreed, arranged, agreed, arranged. The issue is, and this is why I am now very firm in not being with new couples, that it was such a tumultuous time because it was incredible and we had this incredible connection. But she, quite understandably, there were points, and there was a pretty dramatic point involving a plane and an airport, obviously, where she was like, I don't know if I'm okay with this. I don't know if I want this to continue. And then they'd have to talk about it. And he would keep me in the loop as saying, look, she's, we're going to talk about this. So it was very up and down. And they didn't, they know now they did not go about it the right way. Yeah. They didn't have the conversations they needed to have as a couple. So she did have her own exploration whilst he was here as well. But I don't, and this is where I think, and I've seen couples in poly do it really right and I've seen them do it really wrong I think they're not necessarily really wrong but they didn't have the conversations they needed to have as a couple beforehand it highlighted a lot of as often does in this situation highlighted a lot of things in the relationship that they were lacking from each other so it's now then which is a really great opportunity to reset because then you can have conversations I'm a very physically affectionate person. I'm very tactile. I'm very sexual. I love touch even when it's not sexual touch. And he's very much the same and she's not. So for him, having this very sexual, tactile, passionate person is something he's never experienced before. Obviously, they've been together for now, what, 10 years? The sex life isn't what it was. And she has a much lower sex drive. Much lower sex drive. So there was, but so they question, were, was there ever any kind of, like, she was never involved, there were, like, silly with you. Like, you guys never, like, she never watched. No. Or you never cammed with no, her. And no, I, I would have been fine with that if she wanted to. But yeah. she, I think it was too much too soon for them. That's like baby steps. If And she's bi, I'm bi. I think if we were all in the same place, it could have graduated to that. Yeah, but well, she should have been maybe be- watching and been a part of it and been getting turned on too because it became something more between you two and I bet you eventually she felt left out. We fell in love. 
What? <laughs> they both sides? Let him with you and you with her? Both and she- sides. What do you mean? No, oh my just goodness. he and I. Just he and I. Hard. Because this is the thing. So I'm, when it comes to relationships, I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like to reveal my full self. It's a whole blah, blah, trusting. And I've never done it with anyone. I've always held a little bit back. But because he was leaving, and he's a musician, he's a songwriter. They tap into emotions. And just his personality is one that he's very feeling and very in tune with emotions. And so he pushed me to be open and vulnerable, which I did, because I thought, it doesn't matter. There's no judgment. And if he does judge me, he's fucking leaving the country anyway. It doesn't matter. It's not like if I reveal my true self to this person that I've been dating for a few months, they might freak out and leave. doesn't matter. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes this is where you get in trouble with unavailable people times if you're a little bit unavailable yourself this is the way you feel the most comfortable and you open up the most and you're able to actually fall for somebody but it's the one person because they're not fucking available and so he has got basically we both come from similar kind of difficult backgrounds and so we had that trauma bond i come from a mental health background we were able to discuss a lot and so this what was supposed to be like a sexual connection with fun friendship became love and so then it was god the drama he had to obviously leave i take him to the airport it's tears at the airport it's i love you i wish we could be together somehow and him leaving and it really honestly it fucked me up and but wait a second did she know that you guys fell in love did he break that to her I don't know if he's told her yet. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't think he has. I think that, again, things that happened, it was a lot. And then he come, he got back and they weren't in a good place. And so they're trying to rebuild that. And I think that this will all come out over time. You can't hit someone with a wall of information. So he goes back and I said, look, we need to break contact. I need to try and get over you. Because... On the one hand, I'm very aware this was a very intense connection from the get-go. We spent a lot more time together than you would normally with somebody that you're dating or whatever. So, and it was all that initial few months of rose-tinted glasses. But on the other hand, there's so many qualities in him that have lacked in previous partners that I want in a future partner. And it was just awful. I was genuinely heartbroken. I was so No, sad. I'm going to let the listeners in on a little behind the scenes we had been set to talk with each other many times to get your fucking story and you were like you were cool like you were straight up like, oh my god i just i'm devastated now because this just happened in this story and i can't talk I and i was talk. like counseling you cried. via text i know i was like okay I let me know cried. when you're ready to talk about it <laughs> i would have cried the whole time yeah. <laughs> and i honestly i could barely get out of bed it yeah. was physical pain and i've been through a divorce i've been through a long-term relationship breakdown this hurt fucking more than that shit this was deep hurt pain i was like how long did the whole sex with him last for how many months god only a couple months was a couple two yeah okay yeah two months and so anyway then no contact that allowed me to sort of process things put it all in perspective we get back in contact. I said, cool. As long as she knows that we're in contact and she's happy with it. He said, yep, she does. And she is. She, He has obviously told her that there was a deeper connection beyond, beyond sex. He's explained to her we connected on these other deeper levels. And so she's very aware of that. 
I've said everything we talk about is as long as it's cool with her. And I'm talking to him around, I've got some cute date ideas on why don't you do this romantic thing for her the female perspective to try and help them get back on track because all I want right is for them to come out of this with a stronger marriage and well, for me you... to use this yeah. to get find a partner and use this experience and use what I learned go that's what I'm looking for in my next partner oh uh, okay I like that perspective I was I'm glad that you're not like doing any, somehow to get him back you know that is done and you've sort of set him free He's going back to his girl. You're trying to help him over there. But now maybe want, he was yeah, really in your him. life to really show you exactly what you're looking for in a guy that is available. This was like, I agree. yeah, he was like maybe what you needed just to, because I feel like in the beginning when you were talking, I was thinking like, oh, you don't know what you want or like, I don't know. Like you were putting a lot of different things out there. Maybe he made you more clear about what you're looking for and helped you. He's 100% solidified yeah. what I'm looking for. It's made me realize, and this is what shits me right. So many people are like, sex isn't what's important. It's about love and connection in a relationship. I'm like, no, sex is such an important part of a relationship. It's how we connect. It builds intimacy. Yeah. Whether that's swinging from the chandeliers or missionary with the lights off, whatever it is for you is what's important. And so I was like, so, but I did realize I can't do the poly thing again. It's really made me go. I can't be with someone who's poly. It well, just did the they think you they were poly? No, they were E and M. But would you let me ask you right. this though? Would because you have seen what that couple did when they opened up their relationship to Unicorn? Would you go into your next relationship looking for? third would you have an open relationship because you are open no. to all these things oh no. interesting okay no hands down no I've always wondered whether I could do open. and when my marriage wasn't going well and the sex had dwindled I actually asked him if we could be open so that I could still be with him but those needs satisfied and he shut it down immediately and no I wouldn't quite firstly this has been a really good exercise and I think that if anybody wants to sort out their shit and understand themselves on a deep level going into the poly or e &M world is really useful What's because it e made me oh ethical non-monogamy oh okay so ethical yeah so you know you've got your ethical non-monogamy which is we'll sleep with other people but won't get attached and then obviously yeah. poly is attached the thing is though you cannot you and i'm telling people now if you're about to open your relationship or enter into enm and go we'll only have sex you cannot control who you fall for you can put up all the barriers you want in the world with you and your partner you cannot control who you end up sleeping with and who you end up falling for because you may meet somebody and you'll go, you're not going to sleep with someone you don't like, what well, some people might, but most people need that connection. And if you like them and the sex is good, the connection builds and you can end up falling in love. And I think I wouldn't open my relationship because I realized I am jealous and I have got a jealous streak and I would not want to risk it. Right now, let I... me tell you this, because I know that like when you emailed me first to be on the show, all of this was still going on and you were just like sleeping with him and it was light and we didn't have this ending where you fell in love. So it's a little bit different. But I do know that in the email when you first sent me that you did say, I remember you saying, I do think maybe my partner in the future would be a woman. OK, so there was that little aspect in you. Is, has that changed yeah, yeah. because of I... this or are you open to it being a man or a woman? Man or woman, either yeah. or for me. I 
could be male, could be female, but either way, I wouldn't my relationship. Okay. I couldn't do it. I'm too fucking, and I'll, I'll admit this, I'm too fucking jealous. I wouldn't be able to do it. And that has really been a thing for me. What if my partner wanted to? Could I overcome it? No, I couldn't. I just couldn't. And I admire anybody who's listening who can put aside their jealousy and have a genuine, healthy, open relationship. Kudos to you. I couldn't do it. And I had a date lined up actually with this guy who he's married. He's got a long-term girlfriend of two years and he has sort of other lovers. And I actually messaged him after this experience and said, I just, I can't do it. I'm too scared of falling in love again with somebody who's not available in that way. I'm just not going to risk it. And look, maybe, yes, if I, maybe if I remained closed off and I wasn't open emotionally and vulnerable, then it wouldn't happen. But I feel like it was just, it was such an incredibly wonderful experience. I, I don't regret it for a second. There were times in the pain that I did. I don't at all. That sex was... I want them to open again because I feel like every fucking woman in the tri-state area needs to experience this guy and his wonderful penis. But I won't do it again. But I will do couples again. I have a date lined up with a couple for... Because they've got kids, right? So Christmas is crazy, but the first week of January. Uh So I'll do that. I'm going to... Because I'm not... I want to meet somebody. I do want to date, but I'm going to be taking it quite slowly. So for me, where I sit now after this experience is couples, yes, guys on their own, yes, girls, yes, but I won't be doing like a poly E&M thing. Single guys, single girls, couples. We'll do couple hookups because you like the sex, you like to hook up with the women, and you like that whole dynamic for the sex part. I love the dynamic. I love the dynamic of three people. It's great. And I feel like you get, obviously, with a hetero couple, you get the most bit you get the female bit it's the perfect world but you wouldn't go you wouldn't do it with a poly couple where it's confusing like this last one I think with this last one the problem was that the girl was far away that was like like that was a little it's very unique because he and I because she was it's not like he was in his normal life and his normal life is really busy he's got family obviously friends wife work blah 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 so his normal life is really busy when he was here it wasn't so we could spend every evening and weekend together yeah we could spend every evening and weekend together and so that builds a level of intensity and connection that you don't have in normal life like you said his wife was is overseas so you know there wasn't someone that he's i can't see you every night because obviously i have a wife so it was a particularly unique circumstance, and I am aware that the chances of that all happening again is slim. But the other thing, the thing is, so he does, he's actually, you wouldn't know it if, when you first meet him or, or whatever, but he has incredibly low self-esteem and anxiety around not being good enough and not being worthy, and he doesn't think he's attractive, which is ridiculous. He's What's his so name of his hot. band? Oh, I can't because it's. No, I'll tell you after. He's so fucking hot, and or at least I find him incredibly attractive. And then when the sex is that good and the connections there, you just find someone even more attractive. And so, like from the first kiss, it's like you are like he's the best sex I've ever had. Which for a twenty-nine-year-old who's only ever been with one woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't believe and that's the wild thing, and he's. I can't believe that. I don't think you're lying, but 
that's insane that that's true but it's not because he has some like amazing techniques or he's fuck loads of women and it's the attentiveness the willing to please the enjoyment of the whole body that isn't just focused on tits and pussy like it goes for the whole body yeah and actually recognizing that your whole body is an erogenous zone it's not just the holy triangle as i call it like the whole thing can be touched and used and everything and yeah it was just so i this is the thing i'm a bit gun shy about having sex again for a little while because i'm like it's just going to be so hard to find something that good that's why you maybe need a girl yes. no comparison no comparison I like told my friend, yeah friend who's gay i told her about obviously this whole thing and oh god my friends have heard the whole thing bless them they've been there from the beginning to yeah. the great sex to the heartbreak but i told my friend and she goes you know why it was so good i said why he goes she fucks like a he fucks like a lesbian <laughs> i said why she goes he fucks like a lesbian he spends so long on foreplay and stroke and that's how lesbian that's lesbian sex. Right. That's babe. why you, you are going to wind up. That's why that thing in you that thinks you're going to wind up with a girl long term is because you are. <laughs> but it was just like, it was so fun. And uh, yeah, the foot thing was really an incredible discovery. And so now I'm like, oh, I'd really love my next partner to have a foot fetish. That would be great if well, I could get that. You should add that onto your profile there because there's a lot of guys with foot fetishes. They're calling into my show talking about it on the DL because they don't think that a lot of girls would be down with that so oh, I think you should add to your profile that you're open Do you know what? To I'm, ready to, I'm not ready to have sex with anyone yet I've actually deleted my profiles but what I might do is just put one up and be like if you have a foot fetish and you want to play with feet play with my feet yeah I can't do anything else right now maybe I'll do that yeah but why, why wouldn't you be yeah but why wouldn't you because maybe you're gun shy right now because you're still getting over him I don't know but why wouldn't you be open to the guy that's massaging your feet maybe being like a guy that you would oh, want to date too you get everything in one package you know what you you say this and right now i'm sitting here going i don't really want sex with anyone else again but actually if someone's massaging my feet in that way and you're hooking up with a couple and you made a date with a couple after the holidays in so a couple of weeks okay all right start Listen. off my new year oh. start off my new year with a threesome 2023 is being born in with a threesome but yeah, maybe I'll just do that. I'll be like, look, don't know where I'm at with the sex thing right now. I did go out. I bought myself a brand new dildo, vibrator. That's keeping me company for a while. We made porn. Oh, he and I made some of our homemade porn as well, which I haven't done before. And that's fun. So you that's watch that. Great to look back you on. have those videos. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I really like my body. Like, I'm, I think American side, I don't know how it works, but. I love, and it's not even about sizes anyway. I personally have got body confidence. So I love my figure. But then seeing it in video, I was like, God, I look great. And it just gives you a sense of confidence. You did send me pictures. I have pictures for people to see already. Don't you remember? So if, yeah, so making the videos was really liberating as well. And if he doesn't want to be told that they're hot by someone that you find hot that's always great so it was a really wild experience i tried so much stuff that i've never tried before i got my arrogance in check recognized my jealousy figured out what i want in a relationship and whilst it hurts love is a beautiful experience as well so what a wild ride <laughs> yes oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna title it is it gonna be like a summer is a unicorn that's not a unicorn anymore i don't know you were a unicorn yeah. you've 
been there, done that, hooked up with couples. You have a couple coming on. You were a unicorn to a long distance couple and that failed. So there's a lot going on here. I love yes, that. There's a lot going you on. Know, glad you pushed this conversation out until you mm. had come to the conclusion where you're at, where you understand what it happened for and you're able to move past it because we were supposed to speak like in the middle of it. So I think it's much better though that we didn't talk when you were in the middle of your crying when we were supposed to because it's much better to, for people to hear yeah. like this story and hear the end of it where you got to the point where you should get and where you would anyone would eventually get to where you could see why it happened. You could take from it what it taught you and not have any hard feelings and everything's fine. Yeah. And now you're looking forward to taking what you learned from that and creating a future with Definitely. someone who is available. And I think that's great. They have learned from it and their marriage is going to be stronger better. and better. And that's all I hope for them is that they have this beautiful experience. And if they ever want to bring me in as a, a digital unicorn, as it were, via FaceTime, I'm all up for that too. Yeah. And if they want to call into my show, they can. But listen, okay, listen, <laughs> Summer, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. And if you get in with You're a welcome. guy, let me know. I'm curious. I'm going to keep you posted Please on what do. happens. Please do. And thank you so much for your patience and for having me on. No, thank you. I love a unicorn. <laughs> they're not, they're rare. So it was a good call. Thanks so much. Now, I appreciate it so much. Take care. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad free and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics so if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad free sign up for my patreon patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast the link is also in the description below thanks so much for listening Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.